I don't think today could have started off any worse. I got up, made sure my husband was awake, and knew I had about an hour to lie back down before it was time to get wildened up. I get up, now excuse my voice, it's coming and going. I get up, I get dressed, I go in to wake Wyland up, and I can hardly talk. I don't really have my wherewithal, I guess. I, I know I made it into his room, and I didn't realize that my eye wasn't open, my right eye. I didn't realize that I could hardly stand up. And my husband said, just, you're, you're just going back to bed. You're going back to bed right now. And I took my clothes back off, crawled right back into the bed. And I remember telling my son goodbye, my husband goodbye. I was listening to him rush, trying to get everything done so he could get to work on time. So... He could get my son to school because I was in no condition to do so. Now, I'm not totally bummed out. I'm not crying like, oh, what was me? I just, when I was growing up, when I was in school, my mom, my mom told me, she said I was a hypochondriac and one time when I was in the cafeteria at Rosberg School, where my son went to the same school, I remember the nurse introducing me as the school hypochondriac. And I didn't know what that word meant, but I remembered that incident. I remembered that incident like it was yesterday. Now, I did get out of school a lot, but I remember... Why? I, I wasn't sick. My mom was a single mom. I wanted to spend a lot of time with her, and I couldn't. She worked, and then she went out and things like that. And one of my happiest days was her picking me up early from school. And when we left school, I remember the house. I remember everything because every day when I picked Wyland up for school, I would say, look, son, that's the house that my mom bought me my first bicycle from and it was a yard sale and it was on a school day you know which was odd I think you know it was one of those Friday Saturday Sunday yard sales kind of thing but I didn't know about that I was only like six and I got out a lot because that was when I could see my mom now I'm not saying that I knew that then but when I look back I mean I, I know you know, I wasn't, I wasn't a sickly child. I really wasn't. I never had anything from this illness affect me until after I gave birth. Going back and looking at it, yes. The endometriosis, the inability to get pregnant, um, sleeping issues. I'm sure there were depression issues, but as I said, those were tamped down. I wasn't supposed to have those. But my mom always told me I was a hypochondriac. So I was 
not, I never allowed myself to be sick. I mean, I, I, there's a reason why I worked seven days a week. Yes, I loved my job, but I didn't want to miss anything. And I wanted to prove that I could pull through and I could be a team player so I could get recognized for a better position at the station. You know, I, that's what I was, you know, trying to do. So I'm not one to look up things about this illness because I'm afraid it's going to be a power of suggestion or something like that, you know? And it's going to make me think about, oh no, now I've got this illness. There's something, you know, wrong with me now because I read about it. So I try not to read too much about it. Well, I guess it's about time I start looking more into uh, this illness and, and things that are wrong with me. My fatigue has just gotten worse. Uh, my, my fatigue has, has, has just gotten extremely worse. And the only thing I can think of is my soda pop. My soda pop is the only thing I can think of that I've increased. And, and that is maybe what's making me more tired. I don't know. I've never been this way. And wow, I, I, I just feel, I feel at a loss. What is making me so tired? And it's, it's frustrating. It's frustrating to feel tired and not know why. And then I look up a few things because I've been having problems with with eating and I told my husband last night because you know we were you know my husband was eating uh he was eating pork my son was eating pork and I went for a crab cake and I told him that you know it's easier for me just to go with the crab cake right now I am having a difficult time with my my chewing and rather than think that it's a problem of EDS, I'm just thinking it's just me and get through it, Christy. it, just get through it. And the problem is I can't just get through. And I'm bummed. I'm super bummed because... I didn't know everything that I'm having problems with right now were all truly symptoms of EDS. I I just have learned to live with them and I thought that it was okay. But now they are truly affecting my way of life. 
I had to, of course, call the pharmacy first thing this morning. I was asleep, but the first thing for me was 10 o'clock, and I'm still in bed. I'm still in bed because I'm so afraid to get up and exert any energy because I won't be there for my family. I've done nothing. And the pharmacy that I interviewed, that they promised, you know, that they would let you know if they weren't going to have your prescription and this, that, and the other. This is for my pain medication. They put me on a restriction to fill it. You know, they won't fill it a day early or anything. And there's no law about that because I went to a pharmacy the last time they told me they couldn't fill it. And the pharmacy happened to have my prescription and they were able to fill it no problem. It's just them. And they were treating me like a drug seeker, which I'm not. I I don't finish my prescription early. I'm, you know, I keep my pills in a safe. I'm very, we've had this discussion before. So I then get a message from them that they're not going to be able to fill it until Monday. Maybe I should find someplace else. So then I have to call my doctor and, you know, ask my doctor to send a prescription to the one place in town that has it. And that's the place that I have to ask them to count it before I leave every time because it's been off. And it's embarrassing to have to do that. It it just, I mean, you can't return it when you leave the store and it's short. So you have no choice, right? And it's it just makes me uncomfortable. So now I'm like in this uncomfortable situation. I don't know if I'm going to have enough pain medication to get through the weekend. Because I'm extending it by four days. Because this pharmacy that I've switched to fills it the day after it's due. So luckily, I mean, it's been a rough couple of days. So I've had to, to take the maximum amount. But it's like, oh my gosh. Can I make it through? Is my doctor going to call the 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 other prescription into the other pharmacy in time? Will I get up and do anything today? Yes, I've got to pick up my son. And but I mean my eyes. I'm I'm so tired and I'm so embarrassed to admit that. I mean, I could just go back to sleep. So I'm desperately desperately trying to find out what is what is going on you know is it something that i am causing myself by by drinking the caffeine i don't drink the drink and get a super high and get all wide open caffeinated no I'm going to sleep at night it's not keeping me awake or maybe it is I I don't know maybe I don't know I mean I'm sleeping through the night I go to sleep like everybody else and I wake up some nights the pain kind of messes with me but I'm thinking maybe the caffeine throughout the day is having an adverse reaction and I'm desperate And if I have to go back to gluten-free, then I'm going back to gluten-free. I can't live like this. And not to mention constipation. And it's not just regular constipation. 
It's painful evacuation. It's painful. I'm I'm lucky if I can push. It's it's like my eyes are gonna pop out when I'm trying to use the restroom. I can't make myself go. So I had to take laxatives last night. Now granted, maybe you're thinking, Oh my god, will she quit whining or Oh my God, I can't believe she's talking about pooping. But you know what? Somebody has to. My voice. I just, I I read that, you know, it's common to lose your voice with EDS. All of these things that were symptoms before I got diagnosed and now are getting worse again. Is it my posture? I just don't know. So just when I think, okay, you you lost your ability to walk and talk. You've been working on your fascia. Now just, you're good to go. Just carry on. You'll be fine. No other problems. All of these other issues pop up. And I've had them for such a long time. But I I learned to live with them and they weren't such a problem. And now for some reason, they're coming at me like just, it's like my body is super working against me. I'm trying to work out my posture and now my voice is being affected. And I know that's a problem with my breathing. I'm having a problem eating. I have no appetite. It's it's hard to eat. The easiest thing for me to do is to grab a soda and go on. And now... I'm afraid to even do that. And like I said, I'm I'm not super down. I'm bummed. I'm bummed. I feel ignorant because I haven't gone through and read everything about EDS because I'm afraid of the hypochondria in me that I've always been told, you know, that I had would make these things come to the surface. And so it's just really hard to admit defeat. But I'm not defeated yet. It's just a super down day. Because I I don't know what's, what's going to affect me next. My voice goes away. The brain fog. Oh my gosh. I, I. The brain fog. I. 
also when I got up, see, I'm still freaking out. Am I going to have enough medication? You know, because the pharmacy held on to it a day late and I called them two days prior like I was supposed to. That's bumming me. That, that's, that's just freaking me out, you know, because the pain gets so bad and sometimes there's just nothing you can do. And I'm allergic to incense, so Tylenol is all I can take. So it's scary. I've got to worry about that. And I have tried to, to do my due diligence and not take the maximum amount every day. And then there's the other factors of dealing with the pharmacy. And now they're not sure if they're going to have it. They might have it, but it's better for me to seek somewhere else. That's just added pressure. But this is the thing that gets me. Is I called PT yesterday and canceled my appointment for today. Because I know they had that 24-hour policy. And I didn't want to, you know, get charged. And I didn't want to mess it up. And I knew that I needed another day of kind of doing nothing. But I thought I'd be doing it, paying bills, working on paperwork, finishing that load of laundry. When I called. Eureka at uh, Peak Physical uh, physical Therapy. I was saying pharmacy because that's all that's on my mind. When I called, I said, I I just wanted to confirm that you got my message yesterday. And she said, yes, Miss Hanshi, we spoke. And I said, no, we didn't. She said, yes, we did. And I said, well, okay, I just, and she's like, I hope you feel better because this was, you know, earlier when my voice was, here we go, I'm sorry, there, I don't know, I think I need a sip of water, I don't know what it is, Emma's, you know, I'm her pillow, and she's looking back at me, I think, she thinks I'm talking to her, so she's looking and I think she's making sure am I okay and she like wraps her tail around me she's got a super long tail so I think that's because you know that that shows that I think they care about you or they're trusting you I don't know you can read anything you want into it right okay excuse me let me try some water again I don't forget things I ramble on you hear me rambling on dates and all of that stuff I don't forget things but I don't remember talking to Eureka yesterday at all I think still that she's messing with me I feel like an idiot so right now I'm battling and and, and this is not I'm not trying to be a martyr and I'm not asking for sympathy. I'm just sharing because I need to know I'm not alone. Because I sure feel like I'm going crazy. 
I couldn't even get my son up for school. I couldn't talk. I could barely walk. I I hardly remember this morning. I was so tired. And I'm not one to complain about being tired. I don't remember talking to the receptionist yesterday. My husband says, you know, you repeat things a lot. But it's because I don't want to forget things. But is that a, is that the brain fog? Because I, I don't really know. I get frustrated when, you know, he says you're repeating it. And I just, I'm like, well, you know, I don't want to forget. But then I'm like, am I really repeating it? Or is he really just aggravated with me? Am, am I really Repeating it like I'm questioning myself. I'm questioning that I spoke with this woman. I'm freaking out because I don't know if my doctor, my doctor's very good to me, but he's going to think that I'm crazy because now I'm asking him to send the prescription in to the very people. I'm sorry, I had to get a Kleenex if that made a bunch of noise. You know, I'm I'm asking him to send the prescription into the very people that... You know, I know, you know, shorted me that time. I mean, I've, I've, they counted it in front of me and it was shorted that time as well. Not the big time, but another time. And I have no recourse. You can't really complain when you complain. There's a chance they might not serve you anymore. All this just made me think of the Twilight episode to serve man, where all these people were being boarding a a a a, a spaceship, and you know they were looking at this book to serve man, but come to find out it was a cookbook <laughs> to serve man because they were being served. So, yes, you have to be my age or older to get that reference, but the Twilight episode. Not the one where Desi Arnaz was the host when it turned into the Twilight Zone with Rod Serling. It was produced at Desi Lou. Yes, interesting information to no one, but it's stuff that I could talk about if need be when I had seven seconds of dead air on the air. But yeah, I kind of feel like that. Like, I am just in a Twilight Zone episode. Is this my life? I can't poop. I I mean, I have to take a laxative in order to make myself really be able to go. I mean, it's like, and and I'm taking something for constipation. I haven't had a problem with it. I know it has something to do with my insides. I know there's something going on and because now I've allowed myself to read about it, I know it is an EDS thing. So I need to take all of this a lot more seriously. I'm going into the doctor on Thursday. I'm I'm just gonna make sure he tests me, I guess make sure I'm not malnourished. 
But I need to tell him, you know, I, it's difficult to eat. This is all embarrassing stuff to admit. So why would I make it up? It's difficult to poop and it's not because I'm constipated. It's because I can't push. It's difficult to eat because chewing is hard for me. I I I I eat applesauce like crazy when I do eat. I can eat that because it goes down so easily. I switch to a crab cake because there's less to chew. I mean, sadly, it's like our cat Ella. She gets sick and she vomits up cat food, but it's not regular. It's however, I mean, it's as if she's throwing up the cat food. I'm sorry, I don't mean to be gross. If I'm if if you're eating or anything, my apologies. But when she gets sick, she vomits whole pieces of cat food like it hasn't been chewed. So if I were to be sick, I feel like that's how my food would come up. Because I just it's it's difficult to chew. Swallowing sometimes is a problem. That's what she said. <laughs> I, had to, I had to find something there to laugh about, right? I can't let this be a setback. I let I, I need to let this be a step forward. I know that fixing my fascia isn't going to fix everything it's just I feel like I'm being attacked from all other places in my body things that I've been dealing with all my life that have been attributed to irritable bowel you just don't slow down when you eat uh, you're a hypochondriac. You shouldn't go to sleep with the TV on. That's your problem. All of these things. Are real problems with EDS. And they are hitting me like a brick wall. Again, I know there are people out there with more difficulty in life than what I'm experiencing. I know there are individuals out there that are worse off than me. But... I just, I feel like 
I had this goal. Now, I'm working on it. My goal was to be able to make money with this podcast without charging anybody. And Spotify is sponsoring it. So, I've accomplished that, right? It's not much. It really isn't. You know, it's like for every thousand plays, you get like a tenth of fourteen ninety nine or something like that. So you know, I I don't know. I might get <laughs> I might get fifteen dollars by the end of the year. We'll see, but I'm doing it. I am making money without charging, which is what I said I'd do. I am going to get my CPT. I'm going to get that sort of certification. I feel like now it's kind of unnecessary and it was a ridiculous thing for me to attempt to do, but it will get me to the fascia training academy. And I need to learn because they help you strengthen they they help you learn how to strengthen your hips and provide stability and that's something we so desperately need. I will get this done. I'm hoping it's got to happen. I I need the fascia thing. It's in June, so I've got to get on this certified training for the personal trainer. I don't normally set goals that I can't attain. And right now, it feels like everything is unattainable. All I want to do is get up, get dressed, go get a soda pop, and go get my son. But my, my fatigue has gotten worse. So I've got to start taking the things out. And the only thing that I've increased lately is soda pop. So I need to, I'm desperate. I'm so desperate. I'm I'm just going to write everything down for my doctor and see what in the heck, if anything, he can recommend. So far, I had not been too much help. And then I've still got to hope and pray. And I don't like, it's not, I don't say pray. No, I, I just got to hope. Because I don't need to pray for medication. I need to hope that my prescription will be sent to the right place before they close. So it's just, Another day in the life. Again, I know I could have it so much worse. It's just everything just kind of hit me all at once. Although I've been dealing with constipation and all those things you know, all my life. It's, 
I guess it's just now I, I understand that there could be underlying factors that I'm not a hypochondriac. You know, and maybe this, and it's, I haven't been gaslighting myself. I just did not know that these things were definitely issues with EDS. When you go down the checklist, I think I have like nine out of 10 for everything that meets the criteria for HEDS. And because I was only focused on being able to walk and to get out of pain, I didn't read further into the constipation, into the vocal cord dysphonia, into any of that. And I I think that's because, you know, of in the back of my mind, All I could hear was, this is the school hypochondriac. That's a rude way to introduce a child when they're in elementary school. Absolutely rude. So I guess it's time for me to go before I start to drop another tear. Not going to go for my soda. I'm going to... just fight man just try to fight another daggone day of all days for my prescription to be screwed up of all days for me to be totally out of it I'm not doing the woe is me thing I'm just wow this sucks So we'll leave it there. (laughs) Thank you so much for sharing your time with me today. It, It means so much more to me than you'll ever know. And Emma is going to be upset because I need to ask her to, to move. I feel so badly because she's purring and she's happy and she's warm. But I have my two-legged child. I must go retrieve. Seriously, thank you. Thank you for being a part and listening to AWOL Zebra, following us on Spotify. That's the only way I'm going to be able to get more sponsors so we can try to make a difference. Thank you for allowing me to cry and laugh a little bit and tell some stupid jokes. Christy Lynn Hanchi, AWOL Zebra. Have a lovely day.